So then, here we are. And today, I feel to talk a little bit about family. And just a few of the ideas that I've had bouncing around recently. And the cold, hard, sad fact of the matter is that family is largely a very negative experience for so many people in so many ways. Family is full of hurt, betrayal, abandonment, mistrust, abuse, neglect. And really that list could go on and on, right? There really is so much hurt in family. There is so much unmet needs, so much pain in the conditioning, the events, the relations. And these things really do form who we are. They really do go so far into how our life is qualitatively, experientially. And the way I think about this, the way I've come to sort of hold this within myself, is to see family as something that I can draw on to transform a negative into a positive. It is something within me that I can use as a transformative practice. It's something that I do. It's something that is personal. It's something that is completely contingent on my own independence. And this essentially means that I take the process of looking at how I was hurt, how I was betrayed, how my needs were unmet, and then take the steps to reconcile that for myself. There are multiple ways in which we can do that, and there are multiple ways, methods, techniques, therapies, in which I do that. But most basically, it has this general sort of pattern of first recognizing what went wrong or what wasn't the way it should have been, then feeling that experience, and then really asking. What would it look like if things had have played out differently? How would it be if that situation had have been resolved? And then feeling that. And of course, finally, the nail on the head, hitting the nail on the head is integrating those feelings. It is integrating an understanding 
experientially that feeling of hurt and concordantly integrating and understanding that feeling of healing, that feeling of resolve. Now, this is an, un- this is an ongoing process. This is something I can come back to again and again. This is something I can review on deeper and deeper levels. It's an ongoing practice, just like meditation is an ongoing practice. You meditate every day. Might be the technique of the month. It might be the technique of the year. It might be whatever sort of flavor it has, depending on where you're at with your life. But you meditate every day. It's a habit. It's a dedication. It's a path. And you meditate every day for the rest of your life. Just like you also work on your craft every day. Just like you also do your yoga and your tai chi and your healthy eating and your exercise. Likewise, Family reconciliation within yourself is that same kind of process. Now, of course, you do need to understand that it's easy to mix up this idea of reconciling with someone and reconciling within yourself. Really, you can only ever reconcile it for yourself. Of course, you can take steps, take measures to reconcile something with a family member, and that's very powerful. That's very healing. If you actually go through that and you do that stage or that process with someone in your family, then tremendous things can open up for you. A tremendous resolve can occur much more quickly. It's much more powerful than going it alone. However, you do have to realize that it is entirely up to you. And you can't force someone else to reconcile things either with you or even for themselves. And there's really two ways to look at that. There's the pessimistic way and the more positive way. We could say the more compassionate way. The pessimistic way is to say, well, you're always going to be bitter. You say this to a family member. You're always going to be bitter. You're always going to be stuck in your ways. You're always not going to understand me. You're always not going to really get what happened. So go away and be miserable by yourself. I leave you to be miserable by yourself. I accept that you are going to be miserable, ignorant. And in the extreme cases, There are family members that say, well, you can go away and die. And I don't care. 
You could be dead for all I know. And of course, this is coming from a place of hurt. This is coming from a misunderstanding of your own bitter feelings, your own pessimism, your own unmet needs, your own traumas. And it's a pathological version. It's a pathological manifestation of this dynamic between family members. It's a pathological approach to finding this resolve within yourself. Now, the more compassionate side, the more positive side, that sounds a little bit more like saying to the family member, or at least wishing it upon them, sending them the intention to have their best life possible. I hope for the best for you. I hope for your happiness. I hope for your resolve, your peace. I hope you find what you need. I hope you find what you're looking for. And I wish for you to take the actions for you to lead down the path that will lead to your best life possible. Whatever that entails, whatever sorts of relationships that entails, including whatever sort of relationship with the family. If that means not talking to the family and not relating deeply, then I must accept that. If it also means reaching out to a family member, then I accept that. And these two sides of saying, well, you can go away and die and I wouldn't care, and hoping the best and accepting someone for who they are with compassion, are so often misunderstood. They're really two sides to the same coin because they all come from hurt. They're all a reaction to this truth, which is that we must resolve our family issues for ourselves. We can't force anyone else to be on board with that. Now, of course, this is An ongoing conversation, <laughs> just like it's an ongoing practice, right? <laughs> These sorts of things we can come back to and discover at multiple angles on multiple levels. But at least this is a start, at least this is a way of understanding that We have this difference between our own personal, self-contained experience of family and also this relational, ongoing collaboration 
between our family members, between us and the other people in our family. And of course, as I've said before, you can find great resolve in this path. You can find amazing moments of peace by actually taking this on consciously and actually working with this consciously. And yet still, it must be ongoing. It is something that changes and develops just as your meditation practice develops, just as your workout routine develops. So, those are a few thoughts on family dynamics. Thanks very much for tuning in. And we'll be back soon with more.